0: This is Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 a.m. You're on Really Check Radio. It's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Oh my goodness, I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying this case of Susie Wiles versus the University of Auckland, her employer. Of course, Susie Wiles was the one all over the media. Uh, One of the leaders of the so called science for COVID 19, TV, print, radio, telling us to lock down, jab up, mandate, you know, you name it. Of course, it was more politics than science. And of course, also highly contentious. Many, many distinguished people were disagreeing with her. But nonetheless, Susie Wiles persevered. And it turns out that she got some threatening texts and emails and so on. Now, it's her contention that the University of Auckland should have kept her safe. Of course, nothing happened to hurt her other than, you know, nasty emails as far as I could tell from the case. And she wasn't actually doing what the... University of Auckland wanted her to do. She was sort of off doing it on her own bat. And, in fact, the university suggested she pull back a bit. But, no, she pushed on ahead and said, the university must protect you. It's sort of like, I don't know, me going skydiving and expecting RCR to keep me safe. I mean, it's not part of my RCR description of being a host here to go skydiving. Same as Susie. By the way, I don't mind who wins this case because I think University of Auckland and Susie Wiles are sort of on a par in my hierarchy of things that I like. So I quite like it that it's these two wokesters having a crack at each other. But we sort of hit peak woke this week because one of the witnesses appearing for Susie Wiles was a Tina Nata. Now, Tina Nata came in and she said that Susie Wiles was fulfilling the university's obligations under the Treaty of Waitangi and helping to prevent the spread of misinformation through the Maori community. Wow. <laughs> this misinformation is in the eye of the beholder on this case, Right. But where on earth does it say under the treaty that a university has an obligation to prevent the spread of misinformation? And more particularly, where does it say in the treaty that someone working at the university has an obligation to spread the, to, to prevent the spread of misinformation amongst the Maori community? No such obligation is placed on anyone to do such a thing, least of all by the treaty. But isn't this the sort of madness that we've got to now? That you have this so-called expert who spent months and months and months advocating for severe tyrannical policies and calling them the science, when there was nothing scientific about any of it, actually. Even the sciencey bits weren't science, let alone the policy prescriptions, because science can never tell you as a politician what to do. You can't go from this is to this ought. You can't go from is to ought, as they say. So science can't give you the policy prescription, only politics can, the trade-offs. Decisions have to be made. But even on the sciencey stuff, Susie was a bit, well, suspect, because she couldn't know that this jab was safe and effective. No one could. And of course we now found out that it's neither safe nor effective. So what about the science there? And what about the spread of misinformation? when you're saying things are safe and effective when you don't actually have the data saying that. There's no science underpinning that, none whatsoever. Oh, yeah, the jab never leaves your arm, I remember her saying. So that's all bad enough, but you go out there and say that stuff, do politics on TV, and suddenly the university has to keep you safe from whom? people sending you rude texts and rude emails. Well, I can understand people being terribly upset because they were having their businesses and their family life destroyed by these policies over and over and over again. Imagine how upset people have been. I know I have upset I have been. And then the sick and the injured And the dead, they have good cause to be upset. But how is it that it's the University of Auckland's responsibility to keep this lady safe? It's not part of her job description to go on TV and spout fanciful nonsense. And it certainly isn't an obligation that she has to go out there and spout this stuff. And that's why I'm enjoying it, because it's sort of this madness, piled on madness, piled on madness. And nowhere is there an element of individual responsibility, like to get the facts right before you speak, to say what you know and what you don't, To take responsibility for what you say in public, to provide protection for yourself rather than put an obligation on your employer. And it's the same with the treaty. The treaty is actually all about individual responsibility. The Crown would keep you safe, but what you did with the space it created was up to you. There's no obligation upon the Crown other than to keep you safe protect you from others. You go out there, make a noise, make a sound, there's going to be consequences, of course, of course. Anyone committing violence against Dr. Wiles should be punished, caught and punished. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about keeping her safe from what? Harassment? Can't understand it. The treaty? Can't understand it. The obligation to an employer because you spoke out? Can't understand it. She wasn't doing her job. The treaty says none of these things. That's why I'm enjoying it so much, because it's nonsense piled upon nonsense, piled upon nonsense. I hope it's just another sign that we'll meet peak woke and we're going to come on the other side because more and more people can see this is nonsense. That's real talk from Rodney Hyde, Radley Check Radio. Send me a text, 2057. Email me, inbox at radleycheck.radio. And keep enjoying the show, the show that we provide and the show that University of Auckland and Susie Wiles are providing. Oh my goodness. This is Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 a.m.